Shout out to Sumo for covering for me last week. Before we get started, just a quick message to all of the Lewis Hamilton fans in the SFHL. Eat a big bag of dicks. And I'm especially a big fan. Fantasy update in first place with 61 points. We have a two-way tie between Manny and Noel. In second place with 56 points, we have K-Chan coming back with a vengeance from the middle of the pack. In third place, we have Jovi with 55 points and bringing up the rear, just like every week. With 28 points, we have Nick McKinnon. All right, four panelists this week. We have Manny. Yo. We have Noel. Play home, And we have Sexy Tam. What's up, boys and girls? Doing great, buddy. How are you? Amazing. That's what I like to hear. So, fellas, we got some big trades this week. First deal, we have Rigged trading Leech to tank for Garv. Manny, what are your thoughts on the deal? Yeah, uh, I feel like this is something that was inevitable. It was actually on the table for a while. We Ooh. we knew this was going to happen. Um, but, yeah, it was formally announced this week. Yeah, I mean, Leech is a, you know, he's our best defenseman in the league. And Garvin's probably our second best. So it's natural we're going to switch those two around. I'm just looking at the salary here and I'm thinking tank should have uh, got uh, rigged to eat a little bit more of the salary to make it a bit more even. Right. But other than that, it's, you know, it is what it is. Maybe even they could have added another player to make it a bit more even. That's just my point of view, but we knew that was happening. So it was a good trade. I think. Do you think that sumo not trading leech last year and obviously like the effect that had on a salary on a leech's salary, like you kind of screwed him over, no? Yeah, I mean, he let him run up to to thirteen million. So that was uh, going into the draft. That was tough for for the GMs looking at Leach. He he should have been a you know he's a bona fide first rounder, of course, but he got skipped over just because people saw that salary and were like, you know what, I don't want to take that on. That's a huge chunk of my salary. So right. he he slipped down unfortunately. So uh, with him moving, his salary goes down obviously, and we'll see if you know if he gets run up again with Tank. And if Frankie is going to move him again. Right on. So sexy. What does rigged get in Garvin? I think you guys talked about this before in the podcast where Garv is like one of the top D's, top defensemen in the in the league. So I think that's gonna, really going to help them out. A solid guy back there knows what he's doing. It's going to do well there for sure. 
And Noel, given that he was on your team, what does Tank get in Leech? Well, you're going to get a guy that is, you know, if you're down a goal, he definitely can be the one that you can lean on to actually get it done. I just remembered in season three, you know, even Death Row, when we had our so-called fantasy defense, all four of us literally tried to jump on his back and he still scored a goal. So you got that that value in Leech. But yeah, at the same time, you know, he because of his salary, that that is the Achilles heel, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. I think, like I said, Tank, Tank looks like they, they want that scoring. Um, all I got to say is uh, Sumo is dead now, you know? Um, <laughs> Leech, is not on the, Leech is not on the same team as Sumo, so I say watch out, Sumo. I don't know about you guys, but Jordan is the one guy that scares me in the league. I just, yeah, like so hard to stop him. But that's just me personally. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, you guys no, I agree. Like no other player could really turn the tides as much as he does, right? I remember one game last season, we were up four goals mm-hmm. and you know they just you know turned on that switch hey leech go and yeah. of course they caught up and they won so yeah he's a huge factor in our league for sure sfhl cheat code that guy for real my ankle twitched when i saw that trade okay so he's the only guy <laughs> actually can penetrate through well we had the discussion in the parking lot penetrate too, right? So right through i love penetration right just just pure penetration Ooh, you know, robbie oh i'm back robbie's oh. back Oh, welcome, Robbie. How you doing? Doing fantastic. I don't know what's going on. I use Zoom every day at work, and then it sucks whenever I try to get on. But must have been all that penetration talk that made my uh, system start working. <laughs> there you go, Robbie. So we're just talking uh, this leech garf trade. Any thoughts? Yes, absolutely beautiful move by Anthony. He shaves, I think, 7.3. And I think Manny was talking. Uh, I couldn't jump in there, but uh, the trade was done on November 23rd. This is Damn. kind of rare. I've never really seen guys do this, but it's a different league, different GMs. There's a huge risk to me, especially if you do a trade early, the salary can rise, your salary can go down. I think mm-hmm. back then he was projected to save about 6.5, and now he's up to like 7.4. So Great work by Ant. Gets a great player in return. I also think it's great for Tank. They get a player like Jordan, which is uh, hopefully someone that can turn their uh, season around. I know they got the win, but uh, he'll be very helpful mm-hmm. going down the road. Perfect. And for our second deal of the past week, we have NWO trading David Moonma and RC. Also to Tank for Kearney and Keith. And uh, Manny will be retaining $1 million of Moonma's salary, which is about 19%. So Manny, Rob just mentioned it. Is this another deal that was made well in advance or did this kind of come together at the 11th hour? This is actually something we kind of threw together today. So uh, kudos to to Frank uh, for agreeing did to this deal. Did you just say something nice about Frank? Uh, yeah, because he was agreeable to the deal. Uh, you know, it's literally unbelievable. <laughs> I will say that uh, it's been difficult to deal with Frank uh, on the on the trade level for for the past few weeks. So, for us to finally come to some sort of agreement was really good. But yeah, so sexy. Given that you're on NWO as well, maybe you can touch upon what Tank's going to get in <laughs> Mo and RC. I think Momo's a streaky player. He's he's got some goal scoring touch. I think you can, the last few games in the last year, he's got a couple hat tricks here and there, RC. Solid player. I don't know if he's going to be playing defense or not on that team, but I think you can put him anywhere and uh, he's, he's going to do well. So, But uh, I am excited for uh, Kearney and Keith Mack to be on NWO. So those guys are a couple of beauties over there. I'm excited for them to yeah come over on our side and, and play with them. 
So Noel, what does NWO get in Kearney and Keith? Well, when I when I when I saw this trade, I was I was a little confused to be honest, because I'm like, you know, like straight up, Ryan Kearney, the guy can be a workhorse. He, you can basically slot him anywhere, mm-hmm. and he can do his job. He can score. He can defend. He can play physical. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I'm learning everyone's names, but Keith Mack is he? Uh, was he Spider Man? Yeah, he was Spider Man. Oh my god, extra like, small Spider Man. Like the guy that can wear that suit, that guy can just be invisible and just show up. Like a guy that you know, like Keith Mack. To me, I, like I said, I think he is a really good all around player. He's not going to be necessarily your scorer, but he's a guy that you can probably plug in any line and and actually do his job, right? So I just felt that Tank lost a lot of firepower. And and as as Sexy said, you know, Momo, he's definitely a streaky player. He was talking to me the other day. He's like saying, "I'm not mm-hmm. feeling it. I'm not feeling it," but. Yeah, I don't know why. Like Tank has a lot of salary room, but he—I feel like he gave up a lot of firepower. But that's just me. I don't know what your your thoughts are, guys. But Rob, do you think there's a clear winner and loser in this deal? Because from my point of view, I feel like it kind of helps both teams out. I have to agree with you, VK. I think this is a spectacular deal for both clubs. Uh, I like this one a lot for Manny. He uh, had to eat a little bit, but he still saves five million dollars, and he gets a decent return of players. Now Frank mm-hmm. gets his idol david moonma to come into his room he also brings in the <laughs> loudest guy in the league rc robles to make some noise add some leadership he tripped the shit out of them last week and they won that is the type of moves that frank needs to be making man you're jones in to get a frankie here you want is there anything you want to add no i'm just i'm really happy with the deal keith was the guy that we looked at early another guy that we kind of targeted early if, uh, if you talk to the guys in my in my group and we were finally able to get him so we're super happy and kearney you know when he's at his best he's a beast he has like top 10 potential in our league i uh, agree 100 he's been kind of snake bitten over the past couple of years but if you get peak kearney if if he could return to that peak shape that he was in before he is uh, a peak know, shape. Is, <laughs> he, he, he always looks good he always looks yeah. fantastic but that like guy's a greek god <laughs> but if he gets his scoring touch back if he's skating well and you know nothing could touch him he's a he's a great player Sexy. Manny, if you think he was good. Like, if you think he's good now, uh, like the the Kearney we know a couple of years ago would just dummy us and shinny. So. Oh, right. No, no. I, sure. I knew Kearney back in the day, dude. That guy used to dominate. I know he lost maybe a step, but uh, with the, the injury. But no, that guy, that guy's still a beast. Yeah, definitely like one of the scariest guys to play against uh, in our in our shinny group. Uh, he was he was he was like fantastic. But uh, I'm looking forward to him uh, reaching that potential once again. So Manny, have you considered his attendance? How has his attendance been? So he's only missed one game. He's he's been to four games this year. So I'm not concerned about attendance. And I don't when I look at players, I don't really look at the attendance factor because I could always get a sub. And I'm not really concerned about that that sub salary because my my personal salary is really low. I have to eat the sub salary at the end of the year. But my salary right now is like under a million. So I four dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Rob Mella level this year and go into the negatives, hopefully. So with Kearney, you know, the only thing that you have to look for is not attendance is whether or not he has any unmarked flesh, right? <laughs> I'm so. hoping that he'll give me his tattoo schedule <laughs> beforehand so I know. I trust he's going to tell me ahead of time, hopefully. But even if he does that last minute thing, I'm pretty sure I could find a sub or we just, you know, we just roll with it. It's it's SFHL. I'm not going to stop people from doing their, their personal things, right? We need to step away for a quick commercial break. We'll be back in a minute. The pee break. You need to pee. Uh, I'm, I'm going right now. I'm sitting in the toilet. So I'm good. Oh. 
Hey little fella, I'm looking for a 2,000 square foot house. Can you put that on your skateboard and help me out? I'm Kid Realtor. You have to check out this house. I love how cozy this house is. And look at that beautiful fireplace. You found me. I'm in the third bedroom. And did you know there's a park around the corner by a river? Now you've seen this house. I hope I see you in it. Call my mom, 519-574-1258. Bye. Moon Ma Realty, buy your house from a boy. You stink, Francis. Welcome back to your SFHL report. It's now time for our week six recap. In game one, we have Death Row taking NWO to the woodshed, winning seven to one. Manny, what happened here? Uh, we got our asses beat, plain and simple. I think it was fairly tight in the beginning for like two minutes. Yeah. No, uh, I think we were we were skating for a little bit, but then we stopped. That's the problem. We stopped skating, and they just outgunned us, and we were just reeling the whole time after that. Yeah, it's, it's tough dealing with another blowout, but uh, you know what? We just kind of roll and uh, we'll see what happens uh, in the next couple of weeks, right? So we have Ben, of course, getting NWO's lone goal. Benny actually, go. got, uh, Benny actually got two goals. One on us and Benny one on them. Benny got two goals? Yeah, he got oh, okay. one on us and one on them. Yeah. He's a two-way player. What, what more could you possibly want? <laughs> and for DHC, we have Guico getting two assists. Burroughs getting it done. One goal, two assists, three points. Sexy Tam, how good was that death row decor? I mean, K-Chan, Gears, Jovi, Reita. I don't know about you, but I felt that they were just all over the ice. They're pretty good. I mean, that's just typical death row, right? It's just strong D and good goalie. Feeling pretty strong all the way out. Um, yeah, they, they didn't seem like they missed the beat since the uh, the playoffs there. So, I mean, a couple of different players uh, obviously have changed and they don't have the same decor as last year, but... They're still doing really good. It seems like they're just picking up where they left off. So Rob, being a former GM, it seems like NWO gets blown out every second game. If this was your team, how would you handle that? There's not really much you can do. I mean, uh, like Sexy said, DHC was a monster last week. Like I know Gears is the MVP, but we got guys like Anthony Guico, AKA the Greek freak was addition magician with two apples. (laughs) Just thriving away from japes uh in terms of what to do you move on as quick as you can be a goldfish short memory on to the next one that's what i've got for nwo how about you noel i'm not sure if you've ever been on the losing end of a blowout but uh what advice would you have for gm manny and, and any nwo players yeah similar as rob's take i think at the end of the day you know it's not how you start right it's how you finish you know and in terms of the regular season you got to finish strong um, but yeah, I look at Death Row's team right now, and they're definitely very well, well-rounded. But I think, honestly, in terms of, you know, with the addition of the new guy, I think that's a move that Manny made probably as a result of the last game. So uh, I think that Death might, you know, if there's another matchup between Death Row and NWO, they might definitely be a little bit closer, I would think. And uh, one of the guys I forgot to shout out here is Tony Nguyen, T-Nugs as well, with goal and apple, two points. And it's really impressive. To me, seeing as how he played the majority of the game, hanging on to NWO player sticks. And kind of <laughs> on that note, I'm not going to say it's the reason that NWO lost, because it's not. But 
it's kind of been a recurring theme every single week and everyone wants to know when we're going to talk about refing and when we're going to address refing. And the reason I want to bring it up this week, and this is somewhat of an aside to the game recap, there's been a few dangerous plays in the season to date. There's, you know, there's been slew foots, there's been hits from behind, and it always seems to happen when Anthony is refereeing. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. And like I said, I want to be clear. This is not the reason NWO lost this game. I mean, we could have had Kerry Fraser and Wes McCauley out there, and it probably would have been even worse than it was, to be honest. But what I worry about is if you have a guy dishing out slewfoots, which to me is not a hockey play at all. It's a blatant attempt to injure. It's really easy for the guy who's getting slewfooted to see that the ref's not doing anything. And maybe he wants to take matters into his own hands. And I feel that that's when someone's going to get hurt. So we got a PK like, Subban out there? I would like to give the offending player the benefit of the doubt, because as far as I know, it's only happened once, and it may have been an accident. So I'm not ready to throw anyone under the bus just yet. But in terms of the refereeing, Sexy Tam, do you have any thoughts? Uh, you know what? I, I don't really want to point fingers at the refs. I, I feel like that's kind of a hard job, and even mm-hmm. I don't even know all the rules, right? So I give them a little bit of slack, but I, I've had... It's been a topic of discussions for, I think, ever since the league started. But again, like, I I don't really, I just kind of do whatever the refs tell me to do. If I take a penalty, I just go in the box. I don't say anything, but it's, it's, I don't think it's easy, easy gig. And uh, there is a lot of pressure on them. So I, I I cut them a little bit of slack. So it is definitely a tough job. Oh, sorry. Noel, go ahead. I'm just saying me repping my, my first and only game as a ref last season. Oh my God, it was so hard. Okay. Like, uh, so hard. Uh, it was so hard. You know, one of, one of the reasons is because you're trying, as a ref, you're supposed to get away from the puck, but, you know, I'm always used to skating towards the puck. But aside from the cases, yes, you're trying to make sure things that people are offside. Heck, when someone scores a goal, half the time, I don't even know who it is. So, the, it, in, in all fairness to the ref, it is very hard. And we ask players to just be, mm-hmm. be honest, right? Um, but hey, can we talk about maybe having some uh, video review? You know, can we, can we have that? And we got enough people with phones. Can we do a video review of the plays if there is concerns that have been brought up? Well, it sounds like you're volunteering to uh, to run point and sponsor the video review effort, Noel. So on behalf of the SFHL, I'd like to thank you for making that commitment. <laughs> it's very, very, very generous of you. And uh, no, like, I, I, guys, I definitely agree. Like, refing is tough. No one's perfect. They don't get it right in the NHL most of the time. And it's really, it is easier when you're watching the game to say, oh, like you missed this, you missed that, you missed this. But I can't help but worrying if a ref is watching the slew foot, he's staring at a hit from behind, and it's the same guy over and over again. I can't help but feeling like it's an issue. Do we still have a safety guy that... I don't think we've had one since year one. Since J2, J2, right? Yeah, so do you you think that would help? Oh, okay. Just throwing out there. Manny? Yeah, uh, just to echo everyone's sentiments, yeah, it is a difficult job, but there are a couple instances where the ref saw something and after talking to them, they blatantly disregarded what occurred. So there are a couple refs who who know things are going on, but they choose not to call something. Oh, it's one minute left in the game mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. It, it does matter because that, right. you know, that potentially could lead to, to injury or, you know, someone losing it right and myself as a gm i'm called upon to ref when i'm on my bye week so if right. i'm seeing something not going my way what makes me you know want to call his game fairly right so there's that mm-hmm. factor as well when we did have a ref in alex we did alex yeah there was complaints that 
he was calling too much. He was this and that. So we need to find some sort of balance, right? Where, you know, he's not calling 10 penalties a game, but, you know, maybe two or three a period because we, we do like the power plays, right? Everyone enjoys the power plays. Everyone enjoys seeing the goals, right? So um, it, it's, it's going to be tough to find that, you know, strike that def- delicate balance. But uh, hopefully, you know, the GMs are going to get together here pretty soon. And hopefully we could talk about it and, and find something that works for the league, right? Uh, we don't want anyone getting hurt. We don't want anyone getting angry. So we got to see what we can do here to, to make sure that that doesn't happen. I agree, because that, that kind of hurts everyone. But uh, Rob, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I think this is a great conversation for improvement. You know, as, as a former bad ref and someone who can admit I've made some bad calls, I'm not a ref. I, like person that we are talking about, who I think we all know we're talking about, comes in and just tries to make it work for the, for the one hour that I can and, and tries to slide by. And, and I stare at that clock until it hits zero, pretty much. But I think we've got a great opportunity here. And maybe this is the point where we look at getting a legit outside ref. Uh, I'm just trying to think like, all right, people are getting hurt. Um, we're all friends. Uh, what's the, what's the potential solution? Right. A legit outside ref, you know, impartial. He's not playing on anyone else's team. Um, and, and, and no offense to Alex, but somebody that's agreeable and kind of gets the rhythm of the league and gets the, gets the, people and gets the the culture like the the culture of of what we're trying to do here which is pretty much just have fun right wasn't that guy johnny tran last last season he was but he really wanted to join the league and then unfortunately we we really wanted him to join as well so uh but he did okay though right i thought he was great yeah should we demote him i think that'd be great it's (laughs) only fair you know i mean like tanks turning into a wagon we need to take away one of their best flares and make him ref again sorry johnny you know what, guys? I, I I just think it's a conversation worth having. Certainly, for anyone listening, if you have constructive ideas and thoughts, please constructive. Definitely make a point of of sharing them with your GM, with league management. We all know who they are. I think it's just definitely important to diffuse certain situations before someone overreacts and someone gets hurt, because that's 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 not at all what our league's about. You know, and, 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 and just last minute comment here is that at the end of the day, we're running on, okay, we're not playing hockey where contact is actually expected, right? You know, we're actually in a friendly sure. league where we're expecting there's no contact. And sometimes that actually can be more dangerous than anything because players are, let's say, assuming that they're not, you know, they're running into each other. One's going to brace themselves, but one person, let's say they're pissed off and they run the person over. That's where actually when mm-hmm. people get injured more. So at the end of the day, the onus still comes onto their own players. Is like, don't take advantage of it. This is not that kind of league, right? We're all friends here at the end of the day. Well said. Piggybacking on no, like let's uh because we're all friends and we're friends with the ref, so we know who the we know what the ref is going through. As players, don't make it that hard for them, you know, to to, yeah. to make that decision, right? So <laughs> like we're not ref to begin with, and actually refing this game probably a lot harder because there's a lot more gray, the fact that it's non-contact, right? So, right. um, but yeah, like, I don't know if there's a video review, but I know there's time constraints, but Hey, if I got a sponsor, I, I guess so, you know, I guess so. And everyone's league fees just went up by $10,000. <laughs> we need that video system. Still a better deal than the Cree or the CCRHL. So, so boys moving on to game two, we have a huge deal tank finally getting their first win. Four to two, BKK ends up being the slump buster. They're not 0 4 anymore. They're not 0 4 anymore. That's the RC. 
So, uh, Manny, I know you had a chance to catch the game. What stood out to you? Yeah, uh, I mean, I want to say that I predicted this, but, uh, you know, it, it was probably coming because they had, you know, their roster pretty much come out, their full roster minus Garvin. It was well, coming. Yeah. Uh, and minus Francis. So, um, and Book was missing quite a few players as well. So uh, it was just a recipe for, you know, disaster for, for Book, I think. And, you know, Tank came out firing and kudos to them. They, they got it done. And, you know, it was a historic night. Tank's first win. Congratulations. I'm pretty sure it felt really good in that room. I think we're I all confused to see you be this nice to Francis. Hey, very, very we, we, made a, we made a trade hmm. today and I'm really happy about it. So we were finally able to come to an agreement. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give Frank his day. Just best friends now. No, we are. Uh, I thought I thought it was a it was a great back and forth game. I mean, it was up until the last three minutes of the game. It was a one goal game. Lots of chances both sides. I thoroughly enjoyed the battle of the blue pants and Kearney taking runs at Cabo and vice versa. And uh, I got to give Vinny a huge shout out. The guy gets named or volunteers to be Tank's AGM. Not sure. And he plays like an absolute stud. Like he was on point, absolute wall. Uh, sexy. What can you say about Vinny's effort? I think Vinny was, uh, there was a lot of pressure on him, especially being in the AGM in that team. Mm-hmm. So, but no, he played really good. He's, he's always been solid. And I think every single year he's just becoming just better, better and better. And he's just, yeah, rock solid back there. So good for him. And on books end, I got to show some love to Jojo. Because he was just laying sauce all over the ice. And, you know, you got to love it. The guy's rocking a 4,500, has some of the sickest hair, and just absolute sauce boss. Noel, what, what's that to you? Well, I wasn't there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I like to ask a question now, you know, is, uh, is Japes missing the Burroughs sure. effect? Well, Could Japes be. himself wasn't at the game, so. Well, is he I that torn because Burroughs wasn't there? You can make the game. I'm just saying, right? Brad Burroughs. Um, you know, guy that gets three points uh, on the same night, mm-hmm. you know, he is a force, right? At the end of the day, even from last week, uh, one of the defenders race, that's not a person that he would love to defend against. So do we think this is the effects of, you know, some of the offense that has been shipped over? Rob, what do you think? This is an orgasmic win for that team. I hate to put Frank in this category, but Anthony gets involved and in or Anthony gets put into this addition by subtraction and uh, they tend to win a lot without Anthony. <laughs> they, they won without Frank in the building. But regardless, I'm going to give a shout out to my guy, Richard Carboneau. This guy hates two things. Um, one of them is losing his lighter. One time I went golfing with him and he lost his lighter and he couldn't smoke and it was five minutes since his last cigarette. It was an absolute mess. The other thing he hates is losing. I am pumped that this guy won. I am pumped that this guy got a goal, even though it was against my team. Fair enough. And uh, in, in Manny's spirit of friendship, it's, he's just rubbing off on everyone here. Uh, I've got to give Casper a shout out as well. He had a great goal, a nice rush from center ice. And I'm especially a big fan of how he high-fived Sumo the ref after the goal. That was pretty dope. Wow, is this like Olive Branch? This is you rubbing off on everyone, Manny. That's what this is. Okay, so I could I could trade for Casper and there won't be any issues. All right, guys. So we got to step out for a quick commercial break and we'll be back with you soon. Nice. Doesn't answer the question. <laughs> Thank you. You want it for me, Manny? Did you just pretend. 
What's that? You should just like keep like for Mercedes. Yeah. Are you sponsored? Do I have to pay? If this goes up to to corporate, start using it internationally. I want some. Forget buying a house. You can't drive a house. Look at this big empty lot. Start using it internationally. Your cars, trucks, motorcycles. I'm kid salesman. I'll even take this junk. We'll take anything. Our deals are so crazy. Dollar, dollar. Moonba Realty, buy your house from a boy. Welcome back to your SFHL report. Move on now to our week seven preview. Game one, we have Death Row facing off against BKK. For lineup notes, missing from Death Row will be Elvik. And Tony will be a game time decision. Missing for BKK will be Rusty. So, uh, Rob, how do you think you guys will respond to that tank loss? A couple guys missing last week. Uh, ultimately, I think that's the biggest difference. I'm going to put my money on the face squirters this week. We're going to go get a dub. Love the confidence. Love the confidence. Noel, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Who's the matchup again? Sorry. Pay attention. <laughs> Death Row versus Book? It's that team you used to play for versus Japes' team. Oh, Okay, all right. I like how you have to dumb it down for Noel. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could dumb it down more if you need me to. <laughs> Wait, Noel, do you know who Japes is? Oh, he's a dim sum girl, right? Yes. Okay. That's, that's the one. Just looking at it on, on paper right now, and you know what? I, I don't know. I, it's hard to go against Death Row right now. Everything is coming into gears. Such, such a homer. I, 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 I'm just saying, you know, like we got Sean that's kind of getting back into form again. He was what I think last week star. Great to see. You know, it's, it's great to see. You know, he's he's my broken knee buddy. So yeah, way to go, Sean. Here's a shuttle for you. But yeah, I'm gonna go with with Death Row as much as uh, hard to say they're, they're my enemy now. So there is no loyalty for me. He's such a homer. He said we got Sean. Like he's still on that. <laughs> he's still on the wagon. I heard that too. I was confused. Oh. <laughs> a what, double what team agent. do you play looks for? Like, Noel? Looks like Noel's on the trading block here. Yeah, who's your GM? The guy uh, that loves loves discounts, man. So I don't know. I, I think I am. I think if you perform, like then, then you get traded. The, <laughs> the cheap Asian guy. <laughs> Which one? The uh, Asian accountant. Which one? That one Asian accountant in the league who's good at math. That's like 99%. What makes you think I'm an accountant? Aren't you an accountant? Yeah, I am. Shot me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Sexy, any thoughts on this matchup? I got a soft spot for Death Row. We won the cup with them last year. I Just a couple of homers. <sighs> I, he, yeah, I know, I know. But Lewis's and his team, they're, they're pretty solid back there. And I think Lewis is one of the better GMs that can carry his team on his back. If you guys need a couple goals from him, he'll step mm-hmm. up. And just from that kill zone one-timer where Drysaddle likes to take his shots, someone just has to get him, get him there. He seems to always be open. And uh, when the games really matter and it's really important, he can he can just uh, pod in a couple of goals. And, he, and he's got a really good support team around him now with uh, Elvis, Jovi, just to name a couple. But um, yeah, I, I think they're going to take this one. You know, any any advice or book, I would say for the goalie, just hide that water bottle because that's all Lewis looks for. Right. So hide that water <laughs> bottle. Manny, please tell me you have. Yeah, I'm not going to be controversial here. I think book is in over their heads a little bit here. I'll give Book some credit, though. I mean, they do have Curtis. They do have Mitch. So they do have the guns to compete. Dan even, Cody. They've got they've got some good pieces there. Their back end is a little bit suspect. So I, I think 
death row is going to take it to them this week. I'm actually really glad you brought Curtis up because a few weeks ago we were talking about how he didn't look like himself. And I thought he was absolutely flying last week. That's got to be nice for you to see, Rob. Yeah, it was great. And even the week that we were kind of ripping on him, he had three points. So he's he's somewhere punching a wall every time we're, we're saying he's not doing anything. So uh, keep calling him shitty and crappy and make fun of his hair because I think he plays better every time you guys say something like that. I think we're just so used to him having like five points. It's disappointing when he only gets three. Like three three points for almost anyone else would be like, oh, they had such a great night. Like we're shouting guys out for like two assists. But like Curtis, no, nah, man, we expect more from Curtis. Here's the thing with death row, right? With the fact of, you know, that their their defensive core has more or less maintained similar to the previous season. So mm-hmm. these guys are going to basically be white on rice on Curtis at the end of the day. And the addition of Bradley Burroughs, you know, uh, you know, being the offensive, I just can't believe I'm, I'm giving him any credit, but uh, as, as tough as an offensive guy as he is, this allows their D to really just sit back and really just more or less shadow on Curtis. Right. That, that's what Offensive I Offensive juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, so for game two, we have the rematch rigged versus NWO. Of course, the last time they played rigged spanked NWO 10 to one for lineup notes. Rigged will be missing the newly acquired Garvin Chow, Recta, Anthony. So they're almost all but guaranteed to win. And they're missing Kevin Newen and net also uh, in terms of confirmed subs. I believe they have, the recently traded Jordan Leach. Uh, NWO will be missing Caleb and Calvin. And it looks like Carbs will be subbing as well as also recently traded RC. Sexy, what's your take on the game? I'm scared to hear that uh, Jordan Leach is on the other side. So I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well just... you would you would have been playing against him like, regardless if, if he hadn't been traded for Garvin. I mean, it can't be that big of a surprise. I don't know. For me, Jordan and Garvin. Jordan's like is, is is a step up from Garvin in terms of scariness, but that's just me again. Like last year, we tried to play him, three guys on him, and he still manages to go in and just put one in the back of the net. So, yeah, that that dude just scares me, man. Does this lack of confidence concern you, Manny? Uh, a little bit, but uh, Se- I mean, like, hopefully... sexy's supposed to be one of your go-to players, man. That like this guy feel good. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm not going to back down. Don't get me wrong. But that, <laughs> that dude is like, if he wants to turn it on, he'll just turn it on and just go back and just do what he wants. But that's not going to stop me from uh, and our team to, to go the other way. So don't worry, Manny. We got you. I God, hope so. Really fast. I mean, we got you. basically, yeah, it's the Jordan factor is huge. We have to score more than them. I mean, that's basically what we have to do just to win this game. Um, but I'm hearing that Jordan's going to be playing going to be playing forward so i don't know how that's gonna work out that's that's uh, even worse but i mean who knows if he's gonna be doing those you know huge rushes from the back end or if he's just gonna be like doing it from transition if he can get to full speed pretty quick too so i i don't know it's you know containing him is gonna be gonna be a challenge um we might just have to you know take a couple goals and just do our thing on on our side and put in more than he could put in right so uh, it's going to be a fun game, I think. And we're definitely looking for revenge. I mean, we got spanked by them. Not a big surprise. Smack. Yeah, we, we got destroyed. I'm not going to hide from that. But Rinsed. We're, we're we're ready. And uh, I Absolute think my boys are going to cycle. Are you on my team or not, VK? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be impartial, man. It's not, no one likes it. I know, I know, I know. 
Um, but I think my boys are going to be a little bit more charged um, because, uh, you know, they're going to be looking for some revenge here. So it's going to be a fun game to play. And I think uh, we're going to come out on top of this one. I think we're going to get a couple good games from uh, the newly required guys. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Kearney and Keith, usually guys that get traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next game, they usually they do pretty well. So I think I think NWO comes up on top by one well, let's goal. Let's hear from let's hear from the other side, uh, Noel. What do you think is going to go down? Uh, you know, looking at Manny's reaction, you know, being able to see his video, I, I, he, he he's not confident in GM. So you know, at oh first wow, I was say, <laughs> uh, you know, at, at first I was going to say, you know what, they definitely want to make a statement, but yeah, hearing that guard wasn't going to come definitely made me a little nervous. Hearing that Leach is coming to stuff for our team uh, makes you not nervous anymore. Yeah, it, it, you know what? Sometimes it makes me even lazier because I'm just like, oh, Leach, you got it. You know, I'm just going to just slack off here. So I think we're going to pull through, but I think it's going to be a tight one. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. You know, um, Leach definitely a force, but at the same time, we're missing a rectop, right? Like, he's been huge. Uh, I don't know how many, how many goals he? Like He's huge. got eight goals and two assists this season. Yeah, you know, and the guy can basically shoot from the blue line and almost get it in. So he's got a very lethal snipe. Um, who else are we missing again? I haven't played for two weeks. Uh, am I even still on the team? Did Anthony trade me already? Uh, yeah, you're not on the no, team. You're, you, sh- you shouldn't come. You shouldn't come this weekend. <laughs> so, you're, so you're actually on death row, Noel. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sure it's oh. music to your ears. Uh, but uh, uh, Rig will be missing Garv, Erecta, Anthony, and your goalie, Kevin. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, yeah, I think if anything, I'm still going to think we're going to come on top, Rig, but I think it's going to be like a, a 5-4 match. Why is no one talking about Anthony? You guys are not worried about Anthony or something? Well, he's not coming, so we got a chat. I mean, whoop, this, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic Anthony addition by subtraction. Yeah. So let's uh, kick it over to Rob for an impartial opinion. Uh, I think Noel's going to get a hat trick. He uh, likes to downplay, so he pretends he doesn't know what's going on, and he's going to light it up again. I do agree with him. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but um, we've mentioned it, I think, from each character here, addition by subtraction. No Anthony usually means a dub. Ouch. All right, guys, already kind of have the answers, but let's do it rapid fire style. Who you have in games one and two. So just to reiterate, game one, we have Death Row versus Book. Game two, we have Rigged versus NWO. Uh, Sashi, let's start with you. First one, Death Row. Second game, obviously going to be us. NWO, Manny's team, man, all the way, without a doubt. Uh, First game, Death Row, and I have full confidence in my boys, despite what Noel wants to say. We're going to get done, NWO with a dub. Yo, yo. Noel? First game will be Death Row. Second game, rigged all the way. Least surprising answer of the night. Robbie, how about you? Uh, first game is going to be Book. We're going to take Burroughs into the bathroom and swirly him after. And we yes. are going to go with rigged. I'm sorry, for the second game. All right. Anyone, anything else to add? Fuck you, Japes. Nope. I just farted. Oh. Thanks hey, your sure. screen your screen lit up when you farted. <laughs> Nobody wants to take a run at uh, Frankie? I actually think Frank made good moves this week, man. Apart from not not getting Ant to eat salary. But like I said, I think it's a pretty even trade. Like Mo for RC for Kearney and Keith. I think that's that's a fair deal on both sides. Apparently it's pretty polarizing. I feel like every chat like blew up <laughs> once that trade. Yeah, as soon as soon as I posted that 
trade 12 of my chats blew up i'm like what the fuck is happening i think everyone was waiting for a for a trade to happen today so it was cool to supply some entertainment for today i feel like that's gonna happen like frank could sit on a chair and half your chats would blow up i kind of feel like he's just uh someone in the league everyone has an opinion on that's true yeah i don't know i honestly thought nwo won on that trade but maybe i don't i don't know something like i get it Momo, I find he definitely can light it up if there's someone that can feed it to him. Or he would be someone that basically, can, if he's actually put on like a second line and goes against mm-hmm. another team's second line, then he can just score, right? He doesn't have to worry about passing someone. He just rushes up on his own. But to lose someone like Kearney and Keith, and like I say, it's like Tank Hockey didn't even have any salary issues. Like I'm yep. surprised Manny didn't actually actually take more salary. Right. Here's the way I sold it. I think RC is a fantastic leader. He's a great locker room presence and he's an automatic AGM on that team. Something that Tank is, I mean, obviously lacking a little bit, right? They didn't have a leader when Frankie went down. Nothing to say about Vinny. Nothing against Vinny, but he's, he's some might argue they didn't have a leader when Frank was healthy. (laughs) Some will say that. Um, Vinny's raw. He's, He's still learning, learning the game. He still has questions about how, you know, salary structure works, how trading works, et cetera. So he's an understudy. So by myself giving Frank RC, he has an automatic AGM, someone that he could bounce things off, someone who's a presence in the room, like I said, someone who's going to bring that room together. And I think it's, uh, it's going to be a good thing for, for Tank. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what Tank does from here on in. I kind of think that any glue that RC brings, because like I see like Mo to me, I absolutely love that kid, but he's also kind of a drill buster. You know what I mean? Especially with Frank. So I can't help thinking that like as much as RC moves them in like that team cohesive direction, Mo's just gonna like bring him right back just because he's not gonna stop tripping Frank. That's the that's the other half of the equation. I thought it was gonna be absolutely hilarious for Mo to go to to tank obviously frankie wants his cousin around but like right when you're when you're in the stands with mo and he's watching frank's team Fast. play it is Fast. a fucking riot like I, I love it so now he's gonna be in in frankie's face so we'll see if he continues that energy i i hope he does because that's awesome it's hilarious and hopefully you know it just adds uh fuel to the fire and uh frankie gets his team going i think frankie's team is looking good right now they're gonna go on a run for sure I think they're just going to argue with one another and yell at each other because they're family. And on top of that, other guys on the team are going to see that happening. And they're going to be like, well, if Mo can talk to him this way, then I can talk to him this way. And that's that's maybe where RC comes in. And, you know, he, he's he's really good at settling things down. Like, you'll offer an opinion and, and RC will purposely go against your opinion. Because I don't know if he's completely a contrarian, but I think he's more of like a, you know, a middleman. A guy who's willing to negotiate a peacekeeper, if you will. That's just the kind of guy that thrive uh, off of dysfunction. <laughs> that's just the kind of guy RC is, and, and I think his leadership is invaluable. So I, I, I hope good things for Frankie here. You, you know, Manny, what happened to NWO? I thought this was a full Filipino team. I'm looking at there's there's more colors now. <laughs> well, you know, I'm open to you know people of all races, and you know, uh, I think Kearney is an honorary Filipino. First thing he he said when he came into uh, into our chat was. Oh, thank you, Tito Manny, for for trading for me. And he said salamat, which means thank you in Tagalog. So he's honorary Filipino. But it, I think it was more of a, you know, my I'm going to go back to the draft because I thought it was actually fucking hilarious that I started just drafting all the Filipinos. It wasn't my intention, actually. I was, you know, I was up there. I was doing shots. And I'm like, well, okay. I grabbed Zach first, obviously. And then I grabbed AD. I'm just like, you know what? I think it'd be funny if I just grabbed the best Filipino available from here on in. Because Yeah. 
and I had Dre, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah. and it just kind of happened, you know, I, Calvin was there, RC was there. I'm like, I'm just grabbing these guys. Right. So there's a, even a Filipino flag in our group chat, just like is. all the Filipino <laughs> drivers in the city. I didn't you gotta put, slap I, that, <laughs> slap that flag on the back of a truck. I, I didn't actually put that up there. That was, that uh, was actually every, Adrian. I gotta give Adrian credit for that one. He put that on there. So he's buying into the, the whole team yeah. Philippines thing. Every Highlander, every four forerunner out there is Filipino flag on the back. Yeah, you, you could tell who's the Filipinos out there. That that binder, that binder, Jep Cherokee, that binder. When I worked at Vokes, we were a few doors down from Nissan, and I shit you not, all these all these Filipinos would come in, and I love Filipino people; they're awesome. You better, but they'd always be like, "I'm looking for a Nissan pet binder," and I'm like, "Oh, sorry, but you're you know a few few, few doors down." <laughs> Every Timmy's I go to, every Tim Hortons, the lady's always like, hello, are you Filipino? I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to bring your daughter over. I'm not Filipino. <laughs> it's, that, it's that nice, dark, brunei skin you got there, Noel. I love yeah. it when they call you boss. Like, hey, boss. When a, Filipino, when a Filipino person calls you boss, I feel so fucking good about myself. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. You want me to start calling you boss? Sure, if you want to. I mean, I'm not going to like force you to do it. Okay, boss. Okay, boss. Yes. Thank you, boss. Getting back to trade talk, though, I think the other thing that I'm not sure how many people have realized this, but Kearney and Keith both played defense also. Well, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. I think right? like, like everyone knows Keith plays D, but I feel like unless you're a summer, sh- summer shinny, you don't know that Kearney plays D also. If you talk about someone that can actually, you know, defend, right? We have good defenders, but someone, if they're on their A game that can defend Leach, it would be someone like Kearney. Like, you can give him yeah. an assignment. He's like a dog on a bone at the end of the day, right? And the only thing I see about Tank is that now that you lost Kearney and Keith, yep. we have Weno on that team still, right? So who's going to make up for him? Like, that's yeah. a huge piece. I don't know, man. I don't know. I Although definitely agree, though. I mean, like, in terms of, like, also being a D-man, Kearney's probably one of, like, the three people in the league I hate playing against the most. Yeah. Like, right? to, like top three, easy for me. The guy's an absolute beast. So yeah. who's the other two? Well, it'll, it'll be... Mm, tune in the- next week. Find out. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yeah, Got that was kind of something Got that we, we looked at as well. It's no surprise that, uh, you know, NWO is a little bit lacking on the back end, and looking at Kearney and looking at uh, Keith, we definitely identified that, hey, these guys could fill in if, if we are in a pinch back there. So uh, great two-way players, and I'm excited to have them on my team. Uh, me too. Well, friends, that concludes this week's episode. Thanks, as always, to the man with the plan, Caleb Lamb. Another big thank you to our good friends over at Moonmo Realty for sponsoring this episode. And thanks, as always, to you for tuning in. We'll see you on the ice. Can we have faces besides people's names on these charts? Like the game (laughs) eight, no? Yeah. How long have you been in this league, no? Who and who's Aaron? Aaron Rusty. You don't know Rusty? Oh, that's Rusty. Yeah, that's Rusty. Oh, his name is Aaron? Yeah. (laughs) Wow, man. Rusty went from being like like, gangster to being like Aaron. Aaron. (laughs) It's (laughs) A.A. Ron. (laughs) A.A. Ron.